of Rotten Mornings. I'm Scott. I'm Matt. I'm Brandy. And I'm Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel Steele. Did, did I catch you guys during the Yabba Dabba Do time? Yes. Every time is Yabba Dabba Do time. You keep oh. Well, then I would, I would be hard-pressed <laughs> to not catch you doing that. Yeah, true. Well, guys, um... Let's jump into some rotten news. Let's do it. What what is the rotten news, guys? Oh, do we have oh we had a podcast, I think. I distinctly what? remember something about frogs. Yep. Had a podcast. Yep. We did. It was lovely. <laughs> Then we tried to go live about a bazillion fucking times <laughs> on the way to Nightmare on Molten Street. It's a hard run, man. It's a hard not life. Yep. Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> after, we had so much fun. After all those lives, we had an episode of Strips, which was a, uh, a recap of our 2022 AI art systems. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of pictures of us in there too. It was pretty awesome. It was really well edited. Uh, almost not, almost not edited at all. Thanks, Apple Movie. Stop, Urza. Um. Yeah. So. Uh... And after that, we went through Nightmare on Molten Street, and it was fucking amazing. I was blown away at how fucking amazing it was. I love the designs he has, the sets he has. It was just so good. and We really saw some great energy in the actors tonight, too. That's awesome. Handmade, heartfelt. Yeah. And their actors are phenomenal. So we talk a lot about, um, you know, what what kind of category do we put this haunt in? What category would you put Nightmare at Molten Street? Oh, the uh, Nightmare on Molten Street is it's one of those fucking truly hardcore heart haunts, man. Yeah. Everything they make themselves. Um, you know, there's a lot of. I, I actually went when we went to containment the other night. I mean, I loved containment. But I almost had, I, I believe I had more fun at um, Bolton Street. I don't know why, but it, it just, maybe we got there on a good night and they were full of energy, but I mean, they were fantastic. I think that is a big deal, uh, like getting to places on the right night. But uh, that doesn't take anything away from Nightmare at Molten Street. I think it's a really fun haunt. We've talked about that before. Yeah. yeah, even when we went there and shot the commercial, we had fun in that haunt, and it wasn't even running as a haunt. It was just fun as fuck. Yeah. 
But we had even more fun tonight actually getting to experience it. It, it was a blast. And if you notice, they let us take pictures while we were in there. So we got pictures with a bunch of the people. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Rad. Um, and on top of that, while we were there, we got to mingle with some other haunt. We folks did. Too. We hopefully have made friends and customers of hopefully. the Haunted House of Horror out in uh, Cortland. Cortland. Alabama, as well as we got to sit down and really like talk to the other, the owner of Doomsday mm -hmm. for a while and got to like, he asked us some seriously hard hitting questions and it was fucking awesome. They, yeah, they we are great conversations. We had great fucking conversations, dude. That's right. Super awesome. You know what's neat about Nightmare at Molten Street? It's right upstairs from a little bar deli restaurant. Yes. Mm -hmm. They have good sandwiches. Man, yeah, they had fucking awesome. great food. The waitress was super awesome. And she was like, hey, I want to make you this drink. You'll like it. Dude, I love when a waitress does that, dude. They were, they were killing it. That restaurant is really, really good. Yes, we enjoyed it definitely. Can you imagine um, taking someone out on a date there and your first date, and and uh, like maybe they're nervous or whatever, and you're like, no, no, it's fine, and then you just hear chainsaws and screaming from above. <laughs> hey guys, Dude, I've literally out. had dates like that nowhere near a haunted house. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, then. well, um, <laughs> so, uh, as far as today goes, as far as today goes, it's another day. Yep, we'll have an episode of the podcast. Well, this episode, this. honestly, one of the things we can definitely say is truthful if it, if it gets published. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Tommy's starting his hell week. Yeah. That'd be blast. You get the, you know, for five days. Is this like an ant flow type of thing? Oh, <laughs> I'm starting my hell week. My ovaries are going to give me hell. <laughs> That just no. <laughs> um, we are going yes. to Arx Mortis. Uh, hopefully, quite a few people from with a good handful of people from Insanitarium, as well as uh, Grim will be going with us then too. Yeah, and Mister and Missus Smiley from Doomsday will be also joining us. That's awesome. Oh, those Smileys don't know what they're getting themselves into. That's what we told them too. <laughs> They are very yes. fucking kick-ass people. We talked to them for about an hour on the way home, and they were kept like saying, "Like, oh man, it was so awesome to hang out with you guys." And we're like, "Oh man, it, I love that you feel that way now. I hope that it that it's a long amount of time before we ruin that." Yeah, seven seconds later. <laughs> yeah, they did a uh, they did a live from the car waiting on you guys to show up. Um, 
I got to jump on that for a minute and speak out of it. They seem generally cool people. They are very fucking cool people. Super nice. Awesome to be around. We had a blast with them. We really did. The, uh, so we went through the haunt uh, itself at Nightmare on Molten twice. And the first time through, it was just the three of us in our group. But the second time through, they had already been through once already at this point, too. But we grabbed Mr. and Mrs. Smiley to go through the haunt with us. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Cortland, I mean, um, the Nightmare Molten Street is in Decatur. And uh, that's that, that one's pretty far north. Uh, yeah. Alabama, but I think maybe Cortland has some beat. Yeah, it's pretty far north. Uh, <laughs> You've been to Nightmare on Molten Street, right? Yeah. How long did it take you to get out of that fucking cloud room? Uh, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go this way. No, that way. Yeah, we, we, I think two <laughs> groups, two groups came in behind us. And got out before we did. <laughs> I just started dancing with Blueberry Waffles and his sister. I mean, that's what I do when I, I go into clown rooms. I come out as the last one in there. Everyone else is gone. And he's still telling me to go that way, go that way. And I was like, no, I know that's a fucking dead end. <laughs> it's a fucking dead end. And he keeps telling me to go that way, so I go that way anyway. So I was like, why the fuck did I go this way? <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered uh where the actual path was and and waited for everyone else to wander around the room aimlessly and then i would head in the right direction <laughs> i had uh the the secret door i had it figured out like pretty much immediately um and it wasn't you know, because i'm a you know master sleuth though that helps uh, the group in front of me had, had used it so I saw it like close and then I saw the gag so we actually got to stay in there and be silly um, I love doing that I do too, I do too. Uh, but also I really like to know the way out yes yeah um, yeah so I, that's awesome uh, <laughs> We, we had just a metric fucking ton of fun out there. It was yeah. It was such a productive fucking night that we we got just so happened to have the ability to sit and talk with the other haunt owners because honestly, dude, there is such a misconcept out there about kind of like what we do and sort of like groups like ours and just being able to actually goddamn talk to fucking people and tell them like, look, dude, we are here to make you some money. That's what we want to do. If you don't make money, we have no more haunt scene. And I want the biggest goddamn haunt scene. We, We should be the state that has the most haunts. We should be the state that people come to because of fucking haunted houses. Yes. I don't disagree. I uh, I love all the other states. I love all the other haunted houses, but I want to. Alabama is my home. 
Yes. As much as that's not the most awesome thing I'll ever say in my entire life, <laughs> it's still true. I get it. I get it. And you know what? A lot of people uh, talk talk smack about Alabama, but there's some salt to the earth people here in this state. Yep. I don't know any, but I've heard that there's... Uh... I've heard a couple of tales of them out there in the deep blue sea. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that everybody who's a part of or associated with the, the haunt industry should be uh, unified in the same goal that we make this whole thing better for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Great. So uh, tonight, Arx Mortis, eh? Yes, yes. Arx Mortis. Can't wait. I love that place. Every time I go through there, it's just fucking, I get so many fucking hit with so many memories. Yeah, I know it's uh, nostalgic for you um, being in the spot of a of uh, the first haunt you ever worked at. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I've always had a great time going through arcs. I, I I miss I miss going through arcs. Well, we're going tomorrow night tonight. Yep. Uh, other stuff going on today that has been mentioned previously um, cool guys any other news uh, no alright well we're going to take us a short break and when we come back something break yourself I mean, that's what I was. I was going to break myself. Break yourself. Break yourself. A piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> Coming this October, as night falls on a quarantine prison somewhere in Vincent, Alabama, vampires have taken over at Hellbilly Hollow, and things will never be the same. Come visit Hellbilly Hollow in Vincent, Alabama. You'll have the best night of your life. Yes, we'd love to have you in our neck of the woods. The wait is driving us batty. This year, we've raised the stakes. Join us. Join us. One of Alabama's top-rated haunts. This is the one for you. Hillbilly Hollow Haunted House Attraction in Vincent, Alabama. Open at 7 p.m. every Friday and Saturday in October. Tickets available at the door. Exclusive merchandise. Tasty concessions. Live entertainment. Well-lit bathrooms. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and at hillbillyhollow.com. And we will see you there. Join us. Don't go that way, man. You know who's back there? It's that serial killer from that movie. What? Why are they here? I thought they were supposed to be chasing the kids at summer camp or invading the nightmares of the kids on that one street. Well, they're all here. Brought in to fight off the mutant chickens. And now it's a horror free-for-all. Oh, where do I buy tickets? The Haunted Chicken House in Heflin is the largest tourist attraction in East Alabama. Open every weekend in October. Tickets are $15 per attraction. 
two for $25, and three for $40. Ride the hayride of horrors. Visit the haunted chicken house. Defy death in the infamous crazy train. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and thehauntedchickenhouse.com. And we'll see you there. Hello, uh, welcome back. I, I haven't gone anywhere. Yes, you did. No, no, I've been here the whole time. You got. Well, then, how are you getting to where you're going? Hands. Is it the Wolpertinger? Because yeah, you're Dan, definitely getting on my yes, nerves, Dan. It's the Wolpertinger. Yes, that's it's the right. Wolpertinger. Hey, thanks. That's that's. This is how we introduce this whole segment. We've nailed it. Um, you nailed it. Wolfertinger. Uh, no, Wolfertinger style. Whoop, whoop. Uh, the crypto we're talking about today is the Wolpertinger. Ah, oh, so he did say it right. Sorry, I asked him that question like 10 minutes ago, and I think it finally just registered to him. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and also, that's just the pronunciation I'm going with, so. Okay. That might have been why it took it's him so also long. Also called the Wolferdinger or the Wiperdinger. Just, it's like the variations are just like more and more chaotic. Or, yeah, we call or, it the Wolferdinger, the Pakapakamova, or the Ibleruvijabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawabawab
Well, like we said, we said the American jackalope and the Swedish one that I'm not going to try to pronounce again, but there's also the Austrian rarakal. Wait, you tried to pronounce uh, that one, but not the other one? I already said that one. Okay. There's lots of weird pronunciations <clears throat> that I can't say. There's the Rasselbach of the Thuringian forest, <laughs> the Dildap of the Almanic region, like and the Elwidrich of the Palatinate region. I probably butchered every single one of those names, but all of those are uh, similar horned mammals that exist throughout the Germanic regions of Europe. Yeah, for sure. Other than the American jackalope that we mentioned earlier. <clears throat> um, I actually came across this when I was, was looking at the the Weldrasich, um, and and I decided we would go with uh, Wolverdinger because it's easier to say, <laughs> but not by much. By almost not not at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, it, uh, Grimm's description uh, was very accurate. It says it. Uh, the thing I'm looking at says it has a body. They all have a body comprising various animal parts, generally wings, antlers, tail, and fangs, all attached to the body of a small mammal. But the most widespread description is uh, the one she mentioned, having the head of a rabbit, the body of a squirrel, the antlers of a deer, and the wings and occasionally legs of a pheasant. Yeah, it's wild description of a thing. It's almost like you're describing a recipe instead of an. Right. <laughs> this is a the turdurkin of uh, cryptids. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, yeah, the it's like <clears throat> rabbits are like known to like live in rabbit holes and like scurry down rabbit holes. It would be significantly harder for uh, one of these things to scurry down a hole because of all that antlerage. Antlerage. Uh, hornage. Horniage. Yeah, let's go with antlerage. Yep. <laughs> You're right. It was the right call. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so that's weird. Uh, Grim had also said that uh, the only way uh, to see it in some legends uh, is during a full moon, and you must be an attractive female. The creature also made an appearance in World of Warcraft. Yeah. Hey, sexy lady. Whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, whoop uh, whatever the name of the thing is. Whoop, Bertinger style. Whoop. Okay, so apparently there's a legend behind how uh, the Wolperting goat came about. The Wolpertinger. Uh, the story goes that the Wolpertinger is the result of a romantic relationship between a hare and a roebuck. Um, how that would happen, I'm not sure, but they apparently produced a creature with the body of a hare and the horns of a deer, and then inspired all sorts of other woodland creatures to follow suit. Foxes and ducks, pine martens and pheasants. And soon these unlikely creature pairings produced a wave of mutant offspring 
mammals with beaks, wings, horns, and feet, no two of them exactly alike. Interesting. Oh, so they all, like, when we had the various descriptions, this is actually saying you'll get various descriptions because they're all kind of the uh, variant mutant offspring of these things. And it says, yes. it says it's not dangerous to humans, but if it's saliva touches your skin, thick puffs of hair will begin to sprout. And if it feels threatened, he will spray a foul-smelling liquid onto his attacker, much like a skunk, a bestial smell that cannot be removed or covered with soap, deodorant, or perfume until it magically disappears exactly seven years later. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I think I want to find a Wolpertinger. Wolper <laughs> I might get some of my hair back on there. <laughs> yeah, but you'll also smell horrible. Well, you just got to be careful. Years. It's like a kind of an in-between walk <laughs> the line between getting the hair skunk spray as opposed to getting the skunky skunk spray. Yeah, you got you to gotta be really careful with that. It's a crapshoot. look amazing, but stink like you're just gonna use both wolfle tingers and hope for the best. Yep. What if you get a double dose of stank? Well, stank. So, uh, some stanky shit. The other legend behind this, well, not so much legend. The story behind the legend, so to speak, says that it is believed this legend grew in popularity thanks to the efforts of a number of mischievous Bavarian taxidermists in the 1800s. Presumably for their own amusement, they began experimenting with joining together body parts from a number of different animals to create the Wolpertinger. And the resulting hybrids were sold to hapless tourists as examples of Bavarian fauna throughout the 19th century and over time became more and more extravagant. Later examples commonly involved the fusing of preserved parts from four or five different animals. Yeah, this this is like one of the favorite parts of the story, and this actually reminds me of the the origins of the jackalope as well, um, and the Fiji mermaid, uh, where yeah. <laughs> to to have a, a novelty thing, uh, you would taxidermy these creatures together, and now you've got something that no one's ever seen, and you can charge a, a shiny quarter for that. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I like, I like, I like. And I actually found a recording of the sound that the Wolferdinger makes. You want to hear it? Oh, of course I do. That's my. Oh, favorite. what a fucking genius! Wow, what a. Hey, you, uh, is it already playing? No, it's not playing yet. That's not it. That's Tommy. <laughs> okay, here we go. You ready? Hopefully, it won't be in a hand. The wind. Yeah, there's a lot of wind. Well, I mean, when they catch animals on big, big sound, it's not always, you know, amazing. Son of a fucking bit. Hold on. That was bullshit. Um, that was, was clearly a lie that was perpetrated by 
Wolferdanger's, uh, you know, maybe this one will uh, afford a little bit more of a sound. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm failing at this one. That's okay. Well, I've pretty much failed at all of them. Uh, Let's be honest. So, if, has anyone discussed how you catch a Wolfertinger yet? Uh, I don't think we have, but uh, it is interesting. So, are you still trying to? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. So legend has it that anyone wishing to see a Wolpertinger alive in its natural habitat must enter the Bavarian forest in the company of an attractive single woman during a full moon. If she is accompanied by the right man, the Wolpertinger will show itself. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Um, but alternatively, you can supposedly catch a Wolpertinger by sprinkling salt on its tail or by using the sack stick spade method. Prop open a sack with a spade and light a candlestick inside. The Wolpertinger will be attracted to the light and once he's inside the sack, you remove the spade and trap him. As one does. And uh, the etymology of the word Wolpertinger isn't um, exactly clear, but there's a theory that it's a deviation of an of the name of a nearby town, Wolterdingen. But another hypothesis is that it's a dialectical form of Walpurgisnacht, Germany's Night of the Witches. That's interesting. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> I'm not familiar with the the Night of the Witches, and why the Night of the Witches would look like a little fuzzy bunny with little antlers. <laughs> just ho just hopping around being a knight of the witches. Oh. That's kind of a weird title for an object. What? Knight of the witches. Unless, mean, it's, like, unless it's knight of the witches with a K and it's the defender of the witches. Are we done here? Yep. <laughs> Stay rotten. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. Oh, I, 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 sorry, I wasn't paying attention. That's no, okay. Stay, stay, stay. Stay rotten. Join us next time for another episode of Rotten Mornings. Thank you.